Smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys. Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast with four friends, made better friends, still love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt! Zach! And Isai is, um, he, Isai is a uh, gone. <laughs> He's left us. He got hit with a fireball. Um, <laughs> he's in parts unknown. Yep. He got hit by. He got hit with a fireball, and now he's hungover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually that happened to me several times at Eastside's old apartment. <laughs> but that was back when like hangovers weren't real. Like when you know when you're like two, when you're young enough that hangovers are just like now. Oh, I'll just have I'll just have a greasy breakfast. Get on, get on with my day. That was used to be me. That's an impression yeah, same. of past me. Now me hungover is just um I'm just in bed crying for mm-hmm. two and a half days usually. My my favorites were when I went to BSU and lived on campus, like being hungover and walking over to um Elmer's and oh, just dude. like being like the only young people in <laughs> there and we're all just like just hungover and Man, that's like, that's it was, so true. It was great. That's only the only time I've ever been in Elmer's is for sure, I'm the youngest person in there. <laughs> That's how I felt about Perkins. Oh, That's man, how Perkins. I felt about Cracker Bell when I was with my parents. Yeah, it'd be them, you and the Young Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cracker yeah. Barrels actually sounds like terrible hangover food. Like southern, like fried, like southern style food sounds good, but the way Cracker Barrel makes it just seems. And the environment feels judgy. This is a wrestling podcast. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Yeah, it's a hangover podcast. It's a wrestling podcast. <laughs> it's a Zach Galifianakis, Ed Helms, uh, fan uh, podcast. Yeah, just uh, that, ca- that, cameo that, by Mike Vallely, the pro skateboarder, in the first that, one. That baby, the, the has he holds the baby is funny. Is the baby's funny? Um, yeah, there's the, so much the, super good transphobic jokes in the third one. Oh, oh. good, you gotta love that. Um, Ken Jong naked. You see his bush. Yeah, um, Mike Tyson Tiger. Uh, yeah, and that's been it, y'all. Uh, yep. Thanks for another episode of uh, the Hangover Fancast. You can find us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, listen to other shows. They're tight. Uh, before we get started, I have a question I thought of. If yeah. politics was uh, more more like wrestling than it already is. Impossible, would, but go would, on. Would Joe Biden in his speech have said, hey, 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 President Trump. You're fired. Uh-huh. That, would, that would be, it would be something like that. It, remind, it would probably or be something. Oh, go. President, kiss my ass. Yeah, I just imagine, now I'm imagining a physical bout between two men uh, pushing 80. And they would uh, both just have heart attacks. It would just look like any uh, match from WrestleMania. I don't, know. By, I, I don't <laughs> think Biden has any fighting ability at all. Um, but. He does ride his bike like every single day, quite a That's bit. That's the thing. Uh, I think he would. It, it would I don't come think down have a heart to heart attack, but it would absolutely come down to endurance, though. And and uh, current current president Fucko would be. Uh, I think he'd be pretty fucking. No, have you seen the the video of him trying to like walk down the ramp off the aircraft carrier? I watch that every morning to make sure that I'm just still, <laughs> you know, 
just to keep perspective but yes yeah. i've totally seen that I've, it's um, so insane <laughs> Steve, well, I, matt i what i thought you were gonna say is now i can't stop thinking about joe biden's ass um which i oh man i'm sure is not good it's probably not good it's just a bag of pudding but when you bike ride like that that's good for those glute muscles true so mm-hmm. he's actually probably pretty firm i bet he's actually got a pretty fucking toy ass dude <laughs> Uh, dude i hope he shows up day one inauguration day in just biker shorts i hope i hope he like donald ducks it oh my god he's just like this is the president this is the presidential penis yeah suit up top no pants i mean he's just behind, but he's behind the podium the whole time so you don't know and then he just goes behind it to wave when he's done and everyone's like oh that's the president's penis somehow he actually committed more sex crimes in office than the last president <laughs> or that before he was in office pre-office yep. moment one Yep. Monday Night Raw. Um, Drew Drew's got, COVID. got the COVID. Drew got I got sick. the COVID-19. To the build to Royal Rumble, he got COVID. Smart. I'm in a profession that doesn't prioritize my health. Um, And yeah, so he's out. Uh, But now we get something that is, I think, just the dream match we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, This up-and-comer... Uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, I believe. Yeah, I believe his name is Tara Rising, actually. <laughs> uh, he's going to be taking on Randall Orton, it looks like, at the Royal Rumble instead. Randall Keith. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a match that has happened tons of times. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. Whenever Triple H decides he's going to fucking toss on his little baby trunks and get to fucking come out to Lemmy's music. I, uh, whatever, I'll take it. I think, I don't think he had a choice in this situation. I don't think so either. What are you going to do? There's just like, we need someone, we need someone now who's here. Uh, Hulk's we, just like, okay, brother, I guess I'll reclaim my main event spot. <laughs> they're like, we don't have, we haven't built anybody to be in the main event spot. So, uh, we'll, we'll put Triple H there. We'll put Trip in I- here. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, I even want this feud to happen, but they're not doing it how I want it to happen or when, because right. now they are the two that are tied at 14 world titles apiece. Like, I want it to be somewhat based on that, and I want it to be, like, somewhat based towards an eventual Randy and John Cena career versus career match. Like, That'd be so sick. It's been a while since we've had a career versus career match. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, one that has any consequence, but yeah. And all yeah. the AEW wrestling business had like three in the first gonna, year. Yeah. Well, well, Sonya, <laughs> we had Sonya Deville. That's true. Oh, That's yeah. true. Good point. She, Good point. But uh, she's back now. So, and I think and that I, was technically loser leaves town. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> seems like this is kind of a way to transition her back into the ring. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else could have been in the spot though? I'm trying to think of who's on Raw. I don't know. Ricochet. <laughs> Give us somebody good. Uh, I don't know. Um, my first thought was Mustafa because if you throw him in a main event, that's cool. But I don't think I think their views kind of align a little bit. I don't think Mustafa oh, is yeah. anti-Randy. I think. Oh, probably, I think he's probably anti-Randy, but I don't think Randy would care mm-hmm, about him. Yeah, because and it would make sense for where Randy's at that it would be somebody with like a legend status. That's but true. I the legend but, killer. There aren't that many legends left. Like, I'm trying to think of, like... I'm like, you can throw him in there with Paul White? Like, I don't know, like, Jeff Hardy, but he, they've yeah. already done so much stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. who, like that's not a good option. And um, Adam Pierce. 
I mean, he's free now. He's so. free. Um, yeah, I don't know. It it seems like a kind of they. My guess is the the amount of thought that went into it is Drew has COVID. Triple H put on your little baby trunks. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there was much more uh, thought in put into it. Um, the the like something back when I listened to the Pritchard podcast at all, which I've not in a very long time. Um, something he would talk about is like if they have to replace a match, especially like a main event, the Vince's rule of thumb is give them something equal or better. Like mm-hmm. right to do that, and I can't really think of anything that's against randy that fits where he's at right now and like yeah it's that criteria like literally john cena coming back for a match would be like the one thing i can think yeah of. like that or like yeah exactly one of those return guys who still has some in the tank like give me fucking kurt angle i guess but uh, he does not we saw his last couple matches it's true it's true just put him in a cute baby vest again though um i yeah i don't know i mean you know, good health to Drew. Don't die. Um, Triple yeah, H versus Randy. Symptomatic, so that's that's good. That is good. Um, what else happened on Raw? The only thing fireball. That, that, well, so there was a lot of fire, and that is kind of what it seems like. We'll do Randy and Triple H again, but this time there's fire, um, which you know does make things, I guess, technically more exciting. Uh, Ric Flair is fucking banging Lacey Evans. Hell yeah. Dude, she called him daddy online, and I fucking can't sleep since then. <laughs> it's it's among the most upsetting things imaginable. Yeah, it really it, is not okay. It's is a good this- thing that Ric Flair is, like, easy to just, like, re- it's easy to remember, like, oh, yeah, Ric Flair's probably not a good person. <laughs> yeah. That man's still- unconsensually shown his penis to yeah. countless people. Uh, um, you know? I did like Charlotte's whole bit about, like, that's not the first time that someone's hit on me in front, hit on my dad in front of me. It's not going to be the last. Like, I I like that. Like, yeah, yeah, I do too. I, I think it, it's honestly, it's fine. It's just, it's just one of those, like, you almost just have to roll your eyes. It's like, who do I really not like Lacey Evans? And what's an angle I don't want to see is an old fucking man uh, putting the moves on a, you know, significantly younger person. Mm-hmm. And also I don't want to see together. Charlotte versus Lacey like we've kind of we've seen glimpses of it before I think they, they've even feuded before and like Lacey is is great value Charlotte like she's not yeah, right. as, not as good and they have really similar styles and like it's yeah ju- it's just not good like I'm just I'm glad they didn't put someone that we like in the position of having you know an affair with Ric Flair I don't know though. I think I'd rather that. Like, <laughs> like just Oscar. <laughs> that would be literally perfect. I would actually really like to see that. Um, I but, hope that this leads to a match between um, uh, Charlotte and Rick. Wow. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be good. Honestly, I, maybe they could pull it off. I just had literally the most upsetting thought of my life, and that's that Oscar would definitely top. Uh, Ric Flair. Oh yeah. Oh, like as far as she would, she would be, she would peg Ric Flair. Is what I'm oh to say. yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet that man says he's had sex with over ten thousand like women. I'm sure at a certain point he was like, the old regular stuff stopped doing it for me. <laughs> also, that is regular if you're into it. Of course, you're good point. Very good point. Very good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what else happened on Raw? Uh, Keith Lee versus Sheamus was apparently very good Ooh. or fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Lee tossed Sheamus into a turnbuckle and it exploded. So that was cool. And, and Keith Lee went like, oh, no. Did feathers fly out like a pillow fight? <laughs> I wish. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, they Oh, there was a, a, I don't, I think it was probably not necessarily intentional, but we had a nice little Good Burger uh, reference when, uh, who Matt Riddle was talking with, who the fuck outside of the it backstage, and they were like, you better watch your back. And he was like, I can't watch my own back. I can't watch you my own back. You better watch your butt, man. Going in circles. It's impossible for yeah, a guy that, to watch a, his own butt. It's a weird segment where like Riddle had multiple matches against the Hurt Business, but then got like destroyed by Bobby Lashley in the last one. Like, it's very strange. I don't know. I don't know. I I think they I, and you know reports would suggest that they had to do a lot of rewrites um, right there at the you know last minute because Drew got out. But it also seems like kind of par for the course for them yeah, at this point to just they just rewrite. had to rewrite one story. That's it. I guess they had to add stuff, I guess. Yeah, but they're always, like, <laughs> very precariously on not even having a show, it seems like, when it comes to Monday night, and then something yeah. just comes together by the time they're on air. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I don't know. We're, you know, we're building up to the Royal Rumble. Like I said, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of fire. Randy got hit with a fire ball. Alexa Bliss shot at him. Yeah, we're shooting fire now, which I'm fine with. I hope they give some of that fire to fucking Zia Lee. That would be so sick. That would be sick. Um, she also made Triple H disappear. That's true. Forever. Maybe. What if Triple H is the fiend now? I would. That would be very funny. Triple I would be okay H, with it. Triple H comes out. Like normal Triple H gear, except wearing the mask. Yeah. And where where it, and he has a lantern, but it's his face. I was gonna say it's his like young face, or it's like Lemmy's face, or something. With like the like soft looking long blonde hair, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of the dreads. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, well, AJ and Drew had a match. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good match. Drew Lack, not COVID positive. Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, there's yeah. multiple Drews. Well, here's the thing. I'm sure AJ doesn't believe in in COVID. Oh so no, he'd be willing to have a match with Drew McIntyre. I have very strong. I have very strong semen. And that means I also have a very strong immune system. It actually correlates if you look at the science. And, you know, it's not real. It's just like the flu. I like to wear my mask over my mouth because they tell me I have to, but I definitely let my nose breathe. Yeah, if they don't let me into a store, I just I just call the employees a bunch of a bunch of uh, sheep, sheeples. A bunch of sheep cucks. Knock a couple things off the, aisle, the shelves in the aisle. Yeah, I'll get out of there. It's like Bruce Willis. You guys see that thing? That's, you know, a little pop culture mm-hmm. reference. Bruce Willis fucking yeah. flipped out about having to put a mask on. Yeah, I have, I have a, a close source says that he is very much a diva. Oh, yeah. Like, I, you don't even have to have a close source to know that one. <laughs> yeah. I, have a clo- yeah. I have a close source who's, uh, whose mother used to work for the, uh, like, uh, cable company. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, you know, monitor like for like Sun Valley and whatnot. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Uh, apparently that guy likes to watch fucking porn. Oh yeah, of course he oh, does. I, I'm sure he does. Yeah. By the way, my my recording just stopped, so we're using the Zoom recording this week. Zoom recording. Yay! Zoom, Zoom. Come on and Zoom. Come on and Zoom. Let's talk about SmackDown or something. Zoom, zoom, zoom. SmackDown yeah. is solid. Actually, okay. like I I I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched. A large chunk, like, I was just going to, like, get caught up through clips and stuff, and then I ended up watching, like, a lot of stuff. So, we have uh, a face Shinsuke. Oh, like. 
it seems back like he really uh, he really elevated himself in that uh, gauntlet match. Mm-hmm. That old team is back, um, which <laughs> funny because so like earlier yesterday, um, uh, the like WWE on Fox posted the clip of his NXT debut, um, like just the entrance, mm-hmm. and like it said like something like what we would give to to go back and be here. And I, I like retweeted and said like I would literally give anything to be there for that, like basically. And then yeah. it's obvious that they knew he was getting his theme back because like late, it, later that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did weekend. when was the the one the one with the live uh violinist? Was that his like main was event? Takeover. Was that his main debut? Oh, that mm-hmm. might have been the main debut. He had one at takeover at his last takeover, I believe. Yeah. I okay. think it made been Take over Brooklyn two against Bobby against Bob Rude. Okay, um, I believe. Yeah, and then right. he, he had one on main on the main roster too. I want to say it was like a Mania thing. Then he had need well he had Nita Strauss at Mania. Mm. Okay, playing guitar. That's right. Isn't it weird to think that Bobby Rude was an NXT champion? He was like on fire. I mean, he was he was so like he was great. Like his his matches weren't like the typical takeover level thing but he yeah. like they figured out a way to make him a really cool convincing champion like he was strategic mm-hmm. like he wasn't a great wrestler but he's really strategic and he was almost jay white-esque like yeah. he would like do things to like re- like he would just go after like shinsuke's knee and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just like take it out really early and <sighs> it made it w- work for him really well i have some fun shinsuke trivia i Ooh. just bought i just bought his like autobiography Okay, and I was reading through it, uh, and in like like you know the J- Japanese equivalent of like you know high school wrestling, uh, he was you know he did that, um, and he was at a tournament, and like this high school Shinsuke went up against a uh, high school Shibata in a fucking uh, like amateur wrestling match. Mm-hmm. That's rad. I would just I, absolutely love to watch that. I believe they trained MMA together too when they were both young lion, like young lions. I haven't got to that part of the book yet, Zach. Spoilers um, for his life that you can. Oh Google. my god, this historical <laughs> account of his life has been ruined for me. I'm but no, not yeah. even sure if that's true. But I, I just think I remember hearing that. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. Fun stuff. Um, what? Oh, also, um, the night started off right with some with Jay Uso being a good good guy on the microphone, mm-hmm. and that's what. So that's where it went to Shinsuke and, and Jay, and Shinsuke got the the win on him. But uh, which is nice because you know. Oh, I did see a thing, uh, a clip from that where uh, Shinsuke took Jay Uso out at the knees, like, like right by the ropes and mm. apparently that's a taiji ishimori move or something because taiji ishimori retweeted it um yeah so shinsuke has taken a couple moves from ishimori was it the slide under him under yeah, the ropes yeah, into yeah, a german yeah, yeah. yeah um so yeah the sliding german suplex like going out of the ring yeah mm-hmm. he took that from ishimori like he got permission to take it from ishimori that rocks are they that that's so strange to me because I just picture Ishimori to be so much younger than Shinsuke. Oh, he is. I think Ish- I believe if I remember correctly that um he just saw it and like Shinsuke was literally just watching Best of Super Juniors when um Ishimori debuted. And he was just like, I like that guy. And said I I like that move a lot and got permission to take it. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That rocks. 
I believe we got permission. Though at the same time, Shinsuke I think can get away with just taking moves. Yeah, it's like I was gonna say, like who's gonna who's Taiji Ishimori is gonna fucking. But also, you know, it's probably very disrespectful to to, to steal someone's room in the in the wrestling business. You don't want to be stealing somebody's. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be uh, a B Priestley. Don't. She steals Priestley. moves a lot without permission. She does a lot of things that are just not very cool. No, um, it's not very cool. Yeah. What else happened? What else happened? We had um, uh, Bailey has a talk show, Ding Dong, the Ding Dong talk show. I, 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 I what I saw was very entertaining, like making Bianca go through the door. Yeah, it's one of those things that would be awful if it wasn't like at if if someone really confident wasn't behind the wheel, and so luckily Bailey can just make things work. And uh, she's wearing the glasses as a Sally Jesse Raphael reference. Oh, was that what it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Kay, uh, looks like, uh, is, uh, you know, for the week was an honorary Riot Squad member. Yeah, it was very fun. I thought that was very funny, too. She really is naturally so hilarious. Hmm. Uh, there's an intergender match that was booked? Carmella um, and Reginald, or Sasha and Reginald? Yeah, the sommelier. The sommelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, apparently. We'll see what happens. Oh. I mean, we've had a couple. I mean, we've had a couple. He's a joke character, but he has shown that he has like some athletic ability. Like he did a backflip off the ring apron once. Okay. Um. Oh hell yeah. I mean, we got Ellsworth versus Becky once, which was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Even before we knew what shit about Ellsworth, it was still a terrible match because yeah. they made it too like jokey and shitty. Um. What else? I mean, we got Robert Stone and Aaliyah versus Rhea Ripley in NXT. Yeah, that's true. Trying yeah. to get a few little things. Uh, Cesaro uh, beat Daniel Bryan. Clean, clean. It's one of those things where it's like, oh my god, can you like? I. It's so exciting to see Shinsuke rising up again. Uh, it's so amazing to see Cesaro uh, get a clean win over Bryan. And I just hope it's elevating both of them and not mm-hmm. going in a way of being like, has Brian lost it? You know, but, but the fact that he is kind of, it seems has much more of a, a hand in creative Daniel Bryan does. And he likes to put people over. So mm-hmm. I don't think this is, I hope this and hoping fingers crossed, this isn't a, a way just to show like, <laughs> Oh, Brian keeps losing. I hope it's a way to be like, no Shinsuke and Cesaro are fucking the shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened with uh, Roman and uh, everything? And Adam Pierce, they were supposed to have a match, but Adam Pierce is a bit on the injured side. And Ooh. as per contract signing jargon, uh, if one competitor is unable to compete, uh, they may pick a suitable alternative. Oh, and uh, Adam Pierce picked a suitable alternative in the form of. Kevin Owens. Uh, no, uh, none of us saw. All of us saw coming. Um, throughout <laughs> the night, it, uh, basically, it was Paul Heyman was like doing contracts up, like going back and forth from Roman to Adam Pierce, and like changing the stipulation of the match and stuff, and like, like mm-hmm, Roman because it's a last man standing now. Yeah, Roman wanted last man standing, and then it was like no DQ for a second. Then he got it changed back, and yeah, it. All that stuff is still so good. Um, I I just don't understand like why they need they wrote themselves into a corner to then write themselves out of it. <laughs> they totally did. Which is such WWE thinking, like, oh, we have to justify one more match, but like mm-hmm. 
It's like you, we can't just go from A to B. We have to have some zigzags in there. You like just have a number one contender match, like, and include Kevin Owens and have him win it and show like he is determined. Like he, even if he has to win like multiple matches to get into the match, he's still going to do it. You know, like yeah, totally. I agree. Yeah, they just write themselves into a corner like so often. And this is such a weird one. Mm-hmm. It is weird because like I. I, you know, and there are people out there. I am not one of them. I'm not one of them, but there are people out there who are very familiar with Adam Pierce as an in-ring performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sure to that niche group, it's like, ooh, how great would it be to watch Adam Pierce in the ring again? But from my point of view, and I think many people's point of view, it's like, I don't want to see that. I don't think even those people really want to see <laughs> this specific thing because I don't think Roman Reigns would be the right match for. Like, if you want to see one more Adam Pierce match, that's not the match you want to see, you know? Like, yeah, what was his, what was his like style? I think he was was kind of a technical wrestler. I I honestly am not, I'm familiar with the fact that he was a wrestler and he was a former NWA champion. Okay. Um, But even if we didn't know anything about him, it would make sense, like, toss him in with like a Brian, toss him in with like an AJ, somebody who can bring anyone to a good match. Uh, Roman's not necessarily someone who elevates people in the ring, getting better at it. But he elevates like, story, but he doesn't elevate in ring, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So. Yeah. It looks like they also have for next week. It is. So yeah, it'll be at Royal Rumble. It'll be a last man standing match with Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. It'll be very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, And then next Friday, a week from, uh, you know, the most recent SmackDown, we'll get big E versus Apollo Cruz for the Who, Intercontinental oh, championship. That's really exciting. Apollo Cruz seems to be joining Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's Which, really ooh. cool. I, I love that. I think we've been saying it since like fucking the beginning of this podcast that that guy has untapped potential. Mm. Uh, and we're obviously we're not alone in saying it, but like uh, it putting him in a, a faction, especially something that is overseen by Paul Heyman, who I think Apollo Cruz was kind of when Heyman was on raw, you know, running the show wasn't Apollo Cruz was kind of uh, mm. in of favor with him. And so yeah. I think he really sees something in him. If we're led to believe that that's where it's going. Um, and I think that would be very good for Apollo mm-hmm. Cruz. Yeah. Heyman guy, dude. Fuck yeah. Uh, AEW? Let's talk about AEW Dynamite. Night two of New Year's Smash. Yeah. This, this did not feel as much like a pay-per-view as last week to me, at, even remotely. I completely yeah. agree with you. It started with Eddie Kingston versus Pac. And that was sick. That was sick. Eddie Kingston got pushed to the limit it's so like it's just this like kind of like husky cigarette smoking brawler versus the most physically fit individual i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. uh so it by the end of the match one of those two was very sweaty listening um, to him on renee young's podcast was renee peckett's podcast was mm-hmm. wonderful i haven't listened to it yet i think eddie kingston could talk for hours i would love him to just narrate not just random audiobooks yep. have you guys seen the video of him uh backstage giving the speech to the locker room on the uh um uh tribute night to Brody lee yeah uh-uh. he yeah. when he saw the camera he stopped because he was like that's not what this is about and he got yeah. embarrassed when the camera was in front of him no he's was he such, just saying really sweet he's stuff such a humble little boy he's just like yeah, he's just like firing people up, saying like saying we're doing this for Brody and like talking about like how this is just one night we're gonna do it for him every week. Like it's and he goes on for like five minutes straight of just like shooting off the cuff, like 
Hell yeah. Hiring people up and like people are like crying and stuff and it's like it's it's beautiful like mm-hmm. man i'm gonna check that out that sounds awesome also more brody stuff on the new days podcast tyler breeze uh cesaro and rowan were on it yeah um, i tried listening and i started crying so i stopped oh man. i mean they get into like fun stories with him and they like have joy like there's a part where yeah. tyler breeze was like i was crying at his funeral and Brody would have been making fun of me for crying at his funeral. Mm-hmm. He wants yeah. me to laugh, and it's it's very it's very sweet and very touching. If yeah. you if you want more of that stuff in your life, gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, uh, Chuck Taylor became Miro's butler. I don't think we're allowed to say young boy anymore on Dynamite because <laughs> they yeah. made a point to say butler. I know, I which I I think is unfortunate. I I understand there's probably some weird connotation that like the network is worried about but i just love young boy because it's the you know it's a japanese thing it totally mm-hmm. is it totally is like i don't know if it's like if if someone in new japan was like don't say our word you but it's not or, their word it's i like, agree it's it, it almost makes me word. wonder if somebody on tnt was like that sounds pedophilic dude i'm sure it is um i'm sure it's a tnt thing um yeah nibon like they should they should just start saying nibon a lot yeah mm-hmm. something like that right i agree so, with you so is this all just going to be stuff on uh, being the elite? Hopefully not. I hope probably. it's it's probably going to be backstage vignettes. It's only for a month. He has, a, he has his butler, quote unquote, butler for a month. Um, so it's probably just going to be skits on uh, the thing. And maybe in a month they'll have a rematch. But because I don't know when the fucking wedding is. This is some this is such WCW shit where it's like. <laughs> There's multiple storylines intersecting that probably will end up having nothing to do with each other. Maybe but... <laughs> won't all even happen. Who knows? It might just get totally dropped. Um, but that being said, I actually thought they had a really fun match together. Uh, it's it's cool watching uh, Chuck really put on, you know, put the pedal to the metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun. It, it, but as soon as Miro got, you know, on the offensive, it was pretty much over, which mm-hmm. I, I think is good for Miro. Um yeah. It, I just hate I hate that his finish is called the game over now. Because that's so generic. And he just yells and, game yeah. over before he the, does it. It's like the accolade. The accolade. Yeah. The accolade is such a good name. It is. Do they gamer. own it? WWE own accolade. Oh, I'm sure. Probably. And it, it also just doesn't fit his new gamer persona. Yeah, he plays the games now. He's trying to become a um uh social media he's trying to build an empire. He should call it the like the gamer achievement. <laughs> We watched the inner circle argue about who's the better tag team wrestlers for too long. And I, I will maintain it. I'll say this every time. I don't necessarily think I like very many people as people in the inner circle. I don't know. Santana Ortiz seem fine. Um, They seem seem right as hell actually, but everyone else, I'm just like on the fence on a human to human level. I think they have fun comedic chemistry together, Uh, but you have like Sammy Guevara in there yelling that Jericho's a tag team slut and it's just like this so it's just so like it's almost boring you know mm. it's just boring I do like that it's um the team of Sammy and Jake Hager like fuck Jake Hager but that yeah. is Sammy Hager yeah Sammy Hager and and uh and uh that was <laughs> Sammy that just was, didn't get the joke that was 100% Jericho's doing oh oh yeah yeah he's like wait Sammy Hager he's like yeah that's our names uh, it was it was good. I think it'll actually be a good match because they're gonna have a just an inner circle 
tag triple, team triple, triple threat, threat match. match. Yeah. So you know, it may very well not be fun, but could be. Oh, I think it probably will be. There's enough good workers in there. Yeah. The the drama keeps being sown within the elite. We were supposed to have, well, we were led to believe we were going to have Kenneth and the Bucks mm-hmm. uh, up against uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Danny Limelight and Griff Garrison, mm-hmm. Hollywood Blondes Hollywood and Danny Blondes, Limelight. Danny Limelight. <laughs> but uh, at the Hollywood very Limelight. last, what are they doing? Not calling themselves that. Yeah, come on now. I will say this: Griff Garrison, that boy has a handsome face. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, so, but they're coming out. They're like, hey, should we, Kenny's like, should we do the old three-man entrance? And Don Callis is like, hey, let's do it separate. Let's do it separate. You know, we're our own thing. Like, I, I, like, I like your music. I'm yeah, a, that's what it is. Like, they got good music. You got good I'm music. A snail man. He has way too much influence over it. I don't, I don't know anything about Don Callis as a person. Something tells me shady. I know yeah. he's from Winnipeg. He's an incredible commentator. Uh, but that, yeah. He's yeah. one of my, he's maybe my favorite like heel commentator of the last few years in, in New Japan because he was never like distracted mm-hmm. too much, but he was like still 100% in his character at heel. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and then they pull the old switcheroo on the Bucks, and it's actually uh, Anderson and uh, Doc Gallows who come out. And uh, they, you know, they're called the Elite. And obviously, it's going to be very tense between all of them. Mm-hmm. I was like the least surprised ever because like they one it just seems obvious for the story but like all the graphics for this match didn't have you know them the transparent PNGs of the of the young bucks and Kenny they just had the elite logo. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Like, if you're going to swerve why not just do a full on swerve guys like why not just have them on the graphic like it's not yeah. You're already swerving the crowd. It's not like you're like saying like, oh, we can't false advertise. It's wrestling. What are you doing? And it's also like, so we're, we're recording this on, you know, Saturday the 16th. So tonight is hard to kill the TNA pay-per-view or the impact pay-per-view. And the, mo- uh, the most aptly named TNA pay-per-view imaginable because <laughs> as a company, that's what they are. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep on chugging along, but that will be Kenny and uh, Gallows and Anderson teaming up so it makes sense get people a little excited about it but you know they didn't why why then not have you know motor city machine guns and fucking whoever else is that rich swan yeah why not have them come out and make a fuss mm. probably have to pay them extra i guess i don't know probably, probably. there might not honestly be covid protocol stuff too with like switch going between companies that you might need to like i i don't necessarily have that much faith in them that they have to like that they're being more careful and keeping it limited to how many people cross over but there might be maybe you'd like to think yeah hope. um my favorite part of all of this have you guys seen the aw commercials on impact just the that uh the tony and tony uh promo the first so time the first time they've done one every week so oh really like one or two more they're they're all good like yeah. i i I highly recommend if you even just go to impacts um, Instagram, you can find them. Oh, like, hell yeah. They post them like the full videos every week on their Instagram. So I, I kind of like, I kind of like Tony Khan as a, a not like a, uh, you know, I think less is more, but as an on-screen character, I kind of like him. Yeah. I think he's doing a good job. Like for this, like, it's so good. Just like, I, yeah, I, I bought this with a hundred dollars that my grandma gave me for Christmas. Like, <laughs> 
I I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> um, I have a question regarding this. I know Mox came out to attack Kenny, right? Um, and then the Lucha Brothers showed up too. Um, will do you think this will end up leading to the Bucks teaming up with Hangman to go against Gallows and Ken or Good mm. Bros and Kenny? Hangman seems pretty caught up in the dark order right now. Mm, okay. I don't think I don't think Hangman I think they're keeping Hangman away from all this for a while. Okay. Um because they like did so much work to separate him That's true. and now put him out on his own and this would just sabotage that so I think they're going to But they are going to have separate. to have somebody the Bucks are going to have to find somebody. I hope it's not Mox. like It's going to oh. be Jay White. It'll be Mox. It'll be <laughs> it's not that's not as crazy as apparently his japan deal seven years this is a work oh they're working his brother it's either it's either a work or even if it's not he's there through the end of the month and like i don't think they're gonna have enough patience (laughs) yeah this is i think this match is gonna like counter program the week of royal rumble probably oh Um, okay we'll see they might drag out longer but no it'll be mox it'll be mox and bucks versus the the elite yeah, that makes sense. That makes all the sense in the world. I was like, my my fear was that they were going to try to bring someone else in. My fear was it was going to be Marty Skrull. But I, uh, oh I yeah, yeah, he did just he and Ring of Honor just did just part ways. So we'll see. They did, but I, you know, him. you hope I I just hope they'd have enough. I would say common sense not to fucking hire. I don't him, but, think you know, they see. do. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they do either. But also, you like I don't know. We'll see. Like we'll see. I mean, it, that would be a you know I don't know. But it'd be bad. Someone will. Someone will. Absolutely, someone will. I mean, he will still draw money, unfortunately. Impact. I don't think Impact will because Deanna Perazzo um, is their champion. And they actually do seem a little bit more cognizant of that at times. And she's Mm -hmm. like, they have strapped the rocket to her since they signed her. And, you know, their exes, it doesn't seem to be good Mm -hmm. um, between them. So I would, like... I would hope at least that they wouldn't do it. I would not be surprised at all if WWE signs Marty Skrull. Oh yeah, yeah, same. We had the um, we had the smallest members of the Jurassic Express take on FTR. Little boys. It was cool. Did Margo stunk at the shit kicked out of him? I mean, yeah. At the end, he he had some good offense. They honestly, FTR was very generous uh, with them. They had a pretty good back and forth. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it seems, it, it just seems like it's just a matter of time before jungle boy, Jack Perry is a massive star. He's just so young right now. And he's not going to hit that with where he's at, but like, he's just so athletic and he really does have a, a charisma in the ring. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. FTR one, they beat Jurassic express with the newly named big rig The used to be the shadow machine. They named after, uh, Brody. They named it the big oh, right now. Oh hell yeah. That's yeah. that's cool. That's wonderful. Uh Serena Deeb and Ty Conti. I actually really liked that match. I thought it was really good. I actually um, I, I I watched this match too because I was curious. I've yeah, I've kind of been a fan of Ty Conti, like just her style, like and obviously she was super green and stuff, but like she's getting so good so fast. I age. think so too. Like, I think wild. so too. Yeah. Gen- genuinely it was really like physical bout Serena Deeb is is like it, she's you know one of those people who you just watch and you're like oh you have honed your craft like mm, they're just both so technically so, comfortable. so good yeah they're yeah. both really really good technical wrestlers so it was a good like good mix of styles and yeah it was uh, I actually I watched this match and it was really good I agree 
And then the the main event was Brian Cage versus Darby Allen. It was more of a wrestling match than just like a fucking, you know, spot fest, which I I liked. Uh, I don't know if that's the prevailing opinion, but I thought it was really good. Um, It it was fun watching Darby kind of have to like pull. It's just fun. He's he is innovative, especially against bigger opponents. Uh, He, you know, he pretty creatively got uh, Brian Cage into some compromising positions, like when he knocked him onto the, the ring steps and then that coffin drop onto cage when cage was on the the ring steps was you know good and and pretty fast there's a lot of spots like that yeah but i yeah i mean what else i don't know it's it was like a i don't know it was a tnt main event darby uh won with like a what was that a crucifix bomb off like the second rope which was also Mm kind of sick but um and retained sting came out his dad came out they had a father-son moment uh and dynamite went off the air wow yeah nice let's talk about let's talk about nxt i would love to talk about NXT. go for it uh this isn't in any order so i've got it pulled up in in order if you want me to go through it bang bang okay So we we started off with Shotzi versus Candice. Tight. Hell yeah. It was real good. Um I <laughs> excuse me. Um yeah, uh Candace won. Uh used her, her old finisher for the first time in a while, the the Mr. Larray's Wild Ride. Hell yeah. It's cool to see back. Mm-hmm. Cool to see her reclaim it since uh, a now known shithead was using it as his finisher. Oh yeah. But she had taken from her in what seemed like a cool thing back at, at the time. But oh, that's right, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Obviously, there was uh, interference with Indy Hartwell, which mm. is actually kind of going to be a nightmare for my brain because that means we're going to be getting a match between Shotzi Blackheart and Indy Hartwell, and I my brain just has such a goddamn hard time separating well, those two names. Shotzi Indy Hartwell Blackheart. Black Heart. Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant because they're both green as hell. Uh, mm. That's funny. Mm. Well, because literally Shotzi is very green. Uh, no, no, I, you know, that was something I was noticing during that match uh, was that Shotzi has such a fucking lovable character and is not a slouch in the ring by any means. No, she's just um, green. Just, just green. Um, I, I just thought I'm, I'm sad Isai is not here for this uh, comparison, but Matt, I think you will appreciate it too. Um. E- uh, Derek, I'm sorry, you won't get it. Ha no, Derek. It's, uh, she reminds me a lot of DDP um, when he was on his run up because almost yeah. every single match back in the day, DDP was so green because he didn't start wrestling until he's in his 30s. <laughs> yeah, oh, like late 30s. Like he's like 30, I think he was 35 when he started training. Um, and then almost every match you watch like of him, he adds a new weird move. Like he would add a move like throughout his whole run, he'd keep adding move, moves. That's like what he did. Yeah, um, that's what Shotzi kind of does, and eventually, like DDP wasn't just adding moves; he was also getting like better and better in the ring and stuff like that. And that's how Shotzi is too. Um, mm-hmm. Totally, but, yeah. She reminds very me much, a lot of DDP. Very much like a learn on the job kind of situation. Yeah, <clears throat> but like you know, you throw people into that. It, it that almost sounds like a you know a pretty big like sink or swim situation too. And uh, yeah. I think Shotzi is somebody who is like it's just clear to see she's going to get there. Yeah, 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 she absolutely I, is. I think that DDP comparison is really apt. 
Yeah. And so she had, she had like three different new, like really cool moves in this match. Like my favorite, she did like a running knee into the corner, like one of those like jumping up knees. And then like immediately like transitioned into like putting Candace in a headlock and falling backwards into a DDT. Mm-hmm. Like it was super cool. Um, yeah. Then we got uh, grizzled young veterans Good versus job. Ever Rise in our first match of the, the Dusty Classic this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, this was cool for me. Every time the Dusty Classic comes, it's cool for me because my first ever episode of watching NXT was a Dusty Classic episode. Oh, nice. it, was, it was when Roderick Strong debuted. Oh, um, tight. I, I'd heard a bunch about Roderick Strong. Like when I was first getting back into wrestling, I just kept hearing stuff on like podcasts about like, oh, Roderick Strong's coming to NXT. That's cool. Like people who like knew about Ring of Honor and stuff. So I, I purposefully like checked it out. Um and and watched him debut um, being Air, Austin Aries' partner in the Dusty Classic. Wow! wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Grizzled Young Veterans obviously won against yeah. Ever Rise, but yeah. it, was, it, was a, it was a good solid match. You know, Ever Rise are the best jobbers in in WWE right now. Yeah, yeah, are. yeah, absolutely. I, that reminds me, you saying that on a different podcast that I was listening to this week. Shout out to All Fantasy Everything. Uh, one one of the uh, their guests meant brought about the the origin of the term jabroni comes from jobber, which it sounds like it's very it's carny way of saying jobber. Mm-hmm. I just never put from, that together. It comes from the Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the Iron Sheik used to say. It, I just didn't. Re- I never put jabroni and jobber mm-hmm. together like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, fun, yeah. Fun trivia. I've been finding out so much fun trivia this week. <laughs> uh, next, we got uh, Gargo versus Dexter Loomis. Um, it was fine, you know. Gargano, it's a Gargano match, so like, yeah, with I, limitations. I hate to, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, mm-hmm. but Austin Theory is kind of entertaining as a dumb fuck. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. the he absolutely is. He's like the uh, wait, so like the before the match, he brings uh, Gargano uh, a, a Manila envelope full of uh, pictures or two pictures that Dexter Loomis drew of just uh, Johnny crying and being a little baby. And uh, you know, Johnny got very, very mad about it. But it was just you know, the chemistry was funny, it was silly. Uh, and then yeah, the match, you know, Johnny's so fucking good, but I will say, I thought, I thought Dexter brought out a couple things that were kind of impressive he has a decent looking uppercut <laughs> yes he does i mean he can, he can kip up all right <laughs> he is his attempted sent on bomb is cool yeah um that yeah i mean he has a couple cool things like i hope the dude figures it out like almost like um uh damien priest has you know but i so I, he's not the same worker as damien priest even remotely so it's like yeah you know, I just I, I hope he figures something out because I think there's something there, but it's just not. I agree. There a right now. serial killer who's good at like uh, tourist caricature drawings is just not. It's it weird. doesn't have a it doesn't have a ceiling that is very high. Mm-mm. No, which is unfortunate because he's pretty tall. Um, very tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Gargano won with some distraction from Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, afterwards, um, uh, Kushida came out. Because we're going to get next week, right? Gargano and Theory versus uh, Kushida and Leon Ruff, which Mm. will be a good dusty match. I I hope that 
Theory and Gargo are out in the first round. Oh yeah, me too. I did too, and I could see it go. I I see it going that way. I think is, so too. Is MST3K winning? Uh, they'll at least make the finals. I, they'll we'll see. Like, yeah, I, I I don't even remember the bracket right now. With like who they could possibly face. So I can right. pull it up. So I'm one of those people who have no no fucking clue who MSK was. Uh, even when they came out, I was like, I don't know who that is. I've heard they, the name The Rascals, and that is mm, it. That's who they yeah. are? Yeah, they're The Rascals, okay. which um, uh, they even like made a joke about on commentary and said, like, oh, these Rascals are flying all over the place. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, cool, so, cool. So they're The Rascals from, from Impact, uh, formerly Zachary Wentz, and I cannot remember the other name. Now it is... Uh, Patrick, Patrick Stump. Patrick Stump and drummer and metal Andy, drummer. Andy Hurley. Metal drummer and Patrick Stump. Andy Hurley from Earth Crisis. Uh, R&B voice. Um, if you yeah. haven't seen the drunk history of um, Fall Out Boy. What the um, fuck? God, the drunk history of Fall Out Boy is told by Brendan Urie. Um it's the greatest Ow. it's the greatest video on the internet i will have um, to watch that yeah wow. it's it's very very good patrick's oh. got this fucking r&b voice you know <laughs> um the <laughs> the dusty roads bracket is colin strong versus brizango mm-hmm. uh which we had tonight what yeah. wednesday night uh nice and davari versus adonis and troy um Kushida and Ruff versus Gargo and Theory. Ever rise uh versus yeah, Grizzle Jones Vectrans that happened. Uh and then the next side is MSK Swerve and Atlas, which happened. Uh Maverick and Dane versus Stallion and Gray. Imperium and Lucha Lucha House Party and Legato del Fantasma and Bollywood Boys. Nice. My guess is Colin Strong versus MSK. In the finals? <clears throat> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I definitely see um, Colin Strong getting there, yeah. I think in MSK for sure. Um, uh, They're going to yeah, be so, Imperium? Oh, yeah. Wow. Imperium is more of an NXT UK yeah, that's you know, true. team. And that, Imperium's been also... Um, who, who, uh, fuck, who's been fucking with Imperium? I feel like there's going to be some distraction in there. I, um, I can't think of it either. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. so we get... We, that match, it's Atlas and, and Swerve Scott, which I think should be sort of the rainbow, but it seems like they're already breaking up again. Gow. Um, which is dumb, because they were really, really good together in this match. Like, they were such a good tag team. Yeah. Uh, versus MSK, former Rascals. Um, so, yeah, we got them debuting. Uh, Zachary Wentz looks like Chuck Taylor, who loves Avenged Sevenfold. Who want to text <laughs> all of you guys. Um, and... <laughs> We made a lot of, uh, uh, I made a lot of, uh, Little Rascals reference. Mm, got a, got a war bug hall. Yeah. And I didn't look, I didn't look them up at all. And then I was like, is it Alfalfa and Spanky or Porky and Buckwheat? Turns out it's Porky. That kid is definitely used to be Porky. Mm. Their names now are Nash Carter and Wes Lee. Wesley. Wesley. We can't do that, guys. We can't. No. We he's, can't well, he's, he's got to lose his last name, so it'll just be Wes. Wes. Yeah. Like on Nailed name. It. Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get Nicole Byer to be 
their their valet. Worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's what I want. She has a podcast with Lauren Lapkus where they talk about uh things. Something they they why won't, why they won't you Star date Wars. me? Is that what it's called? No, no, no. no. They did Star Wars <laughs> and um they did Lord of the Rings. I want them to do wrestling. That'd be great. I, yeah, that would more be wrestling podcast. Insane. Uh, yeah, uh, MSK won. Uh, for yeah. some reason, Bleacher Report really didn't like this match, and it was I thought it was very, very good. So yeah, we're coming for you, Bleacher Report. Um, I love this uh, the, the title of this next match: Zaya Lee versus Jobber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was, and I'm fine with that, man. Uh, Zaya yeah. Lee is so fucking cool. Mm, two moves like, she won. Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. It's like Power Rangers. I really like this dragon lady. Yeah, me too. Which I'm assuming we'll f- probably find out more of at the next takeover. Uh, is my guess. Maybe. I don't know if Zia Lee will be ready for a takeover match, though. You That's know, true. Like, there's only four or five of them at a time. She's still at jobber match status, you know, like yeah. she's still doing squash matches. Like, I don't know. We'll see. It's, I mean, it seems like it's Karen Q, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what this is you know and we still it, haven't seen cool. boa we haven't seen boa beat any jobbers yet i feel like that's gonna happen before we get to see who the dragon wizard is yeah we'll see i like that they're taking their time like building Zaylee lee first and letting him just be there like mm-hmm. I, re- I really like that me too um especially because he's like last we saw he still needed a lot more work in the ring Zaylee lee is like getting better really fast yeah and i and i swear if we could just get uh if we get some fireball going some her shooting fire out of her hands i yeah. would just be i would buy even the i would buy even the shittiest t-shirt that you know they're gonna come out with yeah. Yeah, that's what yes, i want please i want i want to add more or add street fighter into it just mm-hmm. make it mm-hmm. fucking weird and wild get a match against junk club and damn whatever yes yeah. yes Okay, and then uh, after that, we Mainsky, and also like throughout. So throughout this whole episode, we also got a lot of uh, uh, Peter Dune and Oni Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch being being just shitheads, like and coming out like during Finn's promo, messing with him and stuff. And Kyle came out to make the save. Earlier. That was strange. That was yeah. It, I can't believe it was we strange, but that. great. Yeah, it is good because they they when the match ended with Finn and uh, Kyle, you know, it was a little like oh my jaw hurts and I don't want to shake your fucking hand. But now he's like, well, I'm gonna come out and save your ass. Uh, but think, uh, which Pete Dunn and uh, and Finn for sure. We kind of didn't talk about that. Is going to be the next big match. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be so good. Um, and I love that they like say in like in storyline kyle like like his they didn't said like his jaw wasn't dislocated but it's like tmj that that, yeah it was a tmj injury and so like he's not cleared technically but then like peter dune like gave him a knee right to the face against the barricade yeah he did yeah he did and he was bleeding definitely blood capsule capsule just barely around the teeth it was like, that level look. of red where you're like, oh, that looks artificial, but yeah. <laughs> effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It was a really solid match. Uh, it was, I love the, the way that they uh, paired up, you know, in the beginning, they paired up Cole and uh, Tyler Breeze, mm. which I love watching them on Up, Up, Down, Down together. So like the whole time watching them in the ring, it's just like, they're funny boys who play Uno together online. <laughs> 
but uh, <laughs> but their chemistry is so good. And then having um, uh, Fandango and Roddy, that just made sense too. Mm-hmm. Fucking Tyler Breeze had that thing where he did like the cupping the night before. And oh just, yeah, like, if it looks like you just got attacked by an octopus. That takes it takes me out a little it bit. Really it really does me out. Also, cupping doesn't do anything um, at all. As it no, seems like it wouldn't. It has wouldn't, no proven value. Um, what was all, cupping? It's where you take suction marks on it. Yeah, it it's like a thing that's like supposedly supposed to help circulation and therefore healing. Where like oh. you take a hot cup and like like put it on, and then as it cools, it compresses. It sucks mm. the skin so, up into it. Yeah, um, I did like um, uh, uh, oh my god, why can't think of his name? Barrett's uh, joke about how he decorated himself in the dusty roads uh, polka dots. Oh, <laughs> I missed that. That is a good yeah. joke. Yeah, he said that he like decorated himself for the the dusty classic in the polka dots. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that that was really good. So, um, we eventually got um, yeah, we got more like Peter Dune and Oni and, and Danny came out were like attacking Pete, which mm-hmm. seemed like it was like gonna lead to Rizanga winning maybe, but then uh, Adam Cole still managed to get the win with just a super kick, which was a little surprising. Yeah, it's kind of fun when matches end that way, when it's just like like exhaustion is kind of the finisher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a relatively shorter match, but like, you know, they they, they told the story well. The they, they do such a good job. I mean, obviously Undisputed Era is like, uh, at this point, living legend faction. They're just so good. Yeah. But when Roddy decides that it's time to kick it up, yep. and he just mm-hmm. t- taps into that extra gear, it's still, I'm always impressed by it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like we can't. Isai's not here, so I have to say it. When he hits a million moves in a row, yeah, it's the best thing. It really mm-hmm. is, and I'm always just not like surprised by it, but just so excited when it happens. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's still is like almost surprising to level because you know it's fast, but it's like it's very fast. He also yes. doesn't <laughs> do it a lot. He also doesn't. He just doesn't really wrestle a lot in general. So. Yeah, I he guess. hasn't been for a while, so yeah, yeah. So it's cool when it when it comes up, but yeah, NXT it was tight. It was yeah, so I loved it. Another good episode. Like, what do you want? It's NXT. Yeah, like, what, what do you do, want? What do you want? It's good. Um. Okay. Let's. Uh. That's all the wrestling yeah. we have to talk well, about. Yeah, I I have do have to fulfill my promise to Isai to just say, um. A kid versus Walter, Please. the NXT UK main event. Absolutely fantastic. Go watch go out of your way to watch it. Even if you don't watch UK, just like go watch that match. Um it's small guy versus Walter, you know, it's a typical match, but it's like it's super brutal, super good. A kid is really, really good. Um, would you would it be like a, akin to like the the level of you know impact we saw with like the Dragonoff match, or is it uh, its own beast? Hard hitting wise, like it's similar. Mm-hmm. I think that Dragonov is at a different level. Like sure. Dragonov, the Dragonov Walter match, it was like a Shibata match. Like, mm-hmm. um, and this is maybe not that, but it's it's right there. It's pro- probably the best match of the week as that I saw for sure. Okay, all right, there were, all right. There were some good matches this week, and also I still think that Walter matches are the best no crowd matches. Like still because it, it makes it like hurt more to hear how loud his chops ring out in just a l- empty studio where they're wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. 
I'll have to check that out. That's awesome. You want to answer some questions? Hell yeah. We got yeah. some questions from our friend, Emma, Dr. Blurg, formerly known as Dr. Blurg. Um, I need Eastside's Packers predictions. Eastside's not here, so here's what I'm going to say. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw the pigskin to the touch point part and score the points. Here's what I'm going to say. I think, you know, helmed. We got Brett Favre. We got Vince Lombardi. We got uh, this gun double check knuckle puck. Um, and it's just going to be an all out, you know, I think t- we're probably going to go into, uh, you know, double uh, overtime and, uh, you know, we're probably going to have some, um, probably going to have some real heart left on the field. I think they're probably going to leave it all in the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's probably going to go, all, it's probably going to go all the way to the, um, the big one. Whatever, hap- double check. whatever happens, that'll move the chains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, leave, they're uh, gonna leave it on the field. Yeah, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. Wait, I said it right, huh? You did. Blue eyes, white dragon can't lose. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, and I said the thing right. Um, what? Yeah, it's really, it's the, it's the best sports movie. You should watch that movie. What's it's the not, movie? It's not D two. Friday Night Lights. Ducks. Oh, Friday it's, Night Lights is very good. It is a very so fun good. Movie. It's the, like. It's like an actually good movie before it's a sports movie. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like like the blind side. <laughs> I, I, I love I just love that white savior film. Yeah. <laughs> um what's Nicholas- she won an Oscar for that piece of <laughs> for trash that, for that yeah. movie. Yep. Hey, Sandy B, high performer all the time. I love Sandy B, but that's a I, fucking bad movie. That's yeah. like yeah. one of those that's one of those makeup like oscar wins where it's like she should have won for something else and so we're gonna give it to her for this yeah like, this is because we snubbed you for miss congeniality <laughs> oh yeah comedies don't win it's a travesty um what's nicholas cage's best movie eric i want to hear, hear yours first okay I feel like you probably have an opinion favorite favorite face-off uh best is probably raising arizona that's probably, I mean, I am not a Nicolas Cage completionist as much as I would like to be. His performance in Raising Arizona is incredible. It's mm-hmm. a little subdued. Um, you see that he is a great actor, not just a wild boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Face Off is a treasure of a film. And so I'm going to say Face Off is my favorite. That's a good get. That's a good pick. Uh, I off the top of my head, I've always been a fan of Con Air, of course. See, that's that's one I need to watch. It's good, what? but I gotta yep. tell you, yep. I gotta tell yep. you, I know, I'm aware. <laughs> I was so charmed and smitten and loved everything about Mandy. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say that's that's currently my my fucking Nicholas Cage at his peak. Um, and of course, honorable mention to National Treasure, National <laughs> Treasure Two Book of Secrets. Um, Derek, Con Air is so up your alley. Oh, I'm aware. That I would have guessed it would have been on your Mount Rushmore of films. <laughs> like I'm aware. It is, watch said, it today. It's so good. Yeah, whatever your plans are, cancel them and watch Con Air. Um, I would Put say the bunny in the box. Okay, Derek, do you are you aware of the cast of this film? Um, Nicholas Cage. Uh, Buscemi. Oh yeah, he's Dave Chappelle. One. Dave Chappelle. Oh. Um. Oh my John God, Malkovich. John Malkovich. 
Is Harrison Ford in it, or is that a different president? No, that is, that, this is not a president movie at all. Oh. I thought Con is, Air, Air Force One, I don't know. I don't I'll, know I'll give you a premise. Part. It's a bunch of convicts getting oh. transferred on a plane, but they're oh. like the worst convicts in the world, except Nicolas Cage. He gets kind of tossed in there because he's kind of like, he he's getting out, but he's like, they're kind of going to drop him off on the way to this other max oh, security okay. prison on the plane. Cameron Peck, is that his name? Poe? Cameron Poe? Cameron, Cameron Poe. Po. Yeah. Put the bunny in the box. Um, Yeah, so I would say, so I have a co-fate. I, I have like a three-way like tie for like best and favorite kind of. Yeah, Raising yeah. Arizona is tied for best with adaptation. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. That is yeah. his best performance. Those two are his best. Hands they're they're, they're way different. And but and tied for my favorite are adaptation and Con Air because they're like so di- they're all so different. Those three versions of Nicholas Cage are so also different. different. Nick, those are yeah. three different Nicks. That Adam, is the Holy Trinity for me. Adaptation also, is a masterpiece, man. Mm. Um, I just also, listened to Susan Orlean, the real life writer of the the Orchid Thief, on a podcast, and like she's she's just a charming, lovely lady, and you know, like that book is like. Or that movie, like she's a character in that movie, like mm-hmm. a weird fictionalized version of her. Yeah, so, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Or not Meryl yeah. Streep. Uh yeah, Meryl Streep. Yes. Also, um uh Nicolas Cage in a fun David Lynch movie called Wild at Heart. Uh, he's a very horny boy in that movie. I'll give you a heads up. But if you like David Lynch and you like Nicolas Cage and it's crazy cage, you're horny. Um they're Trey is- horny, Trace horny boys. There's a new movie coming out called Willy's Wonderland that I watched a trailer for this morning. And it's Nicolas Cage going into a haunted, essentially Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, my God. And he made a Five Nights at Freddy's movie? And killing. (laughs) That is a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Is Five Uh, Nights at Freddy's a broken down Chuck E. Cheese thing? I don't know. It's a game where Mm -hmm. kids play and they get scared, dude. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's all animatronic. It's all like animatronic, like animals that are like haunted inside like a weird amusement place like okay. yeah it's, it's it's chuck e cheese see like this maybe i maybe i shouldn't dismiss those games then um because no, still... cur- currently on netflix too uh history of swear words is pretty fun netflix oh is game. that is that out yet yeah it's, it's pretty, pretty fun okay cool um yeah next question would you rather get shoot chopped by walter or kicked by shibata fuck you chopped fuck you blurred chopped chopped because chops like it hits your chest there's a lot of it's, it's strong there a kick can hit you anywhere and a kick to the face by mm. shibata would I, I, break. I think he's meaning a pk a penalty kick which is also to the chest so you'd be on, oh. sitting on sitting or kneeling on the ground running running start kick to the chest I, yeah chopped i gotta take a chop though watching videos of people who don't have it taken chops take chops it looks like your, soul, your soul leaves your body Either yeah. way, I would get the wind knocked out of me and I would cry. Mm. Um, but you know what? Also, it might be a better story to say, like, I got kicked by Shibata than chopped by Walter. I don't know. <laughs> One's Although more I legend. Think, I think the chop will leave more of a welt and that's cooler to, for the pictures and stuff. So mm-hmm. I would definitely be taking pictures. Both, both suck. So I might as well take the one with the, with the souvenir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And what is your favorite nonsensical screamo song name, such as Attack Attacks? What if I can't check my MySpace wall when we get there? Dogs can oh grow God. beards all over. That's a good yeah. one. I'm I'm really like the under, the Undertaker's Thirst for Revenge is a good one. Um, 
I mean, I'm always down with uh, you know, it's a it's a dangerous business walking out your front door. That's what yeah. that one's called. Yeah. Any uh bury your dead song based on a Tom Cruise movie, uh oh, Top yeah. Gun, color, the color, color money. money. Color money. Um I I did a little research and this is not uh a screamo um, band. It's this band called Spaz, which is a power violence band, and they have a song called Hot Dog Water Popsicle in the hand of Eric. That's pretty good. Wood. <laughs> Sorry, it was a long I'm trying time. to think. That's like a such a trip down memory lane that I don't know if I could really I, pull off the top of my head. Yeah, it's also not screamo, um, but it's uh, say emotional post hardcore. And former guest on this show, Aviator, has a song called "There Was a Light, It Went Out." Like in in parentheses, <laughs> it went out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Um, that's and it's like my favorite song of theirs. It's really sick. So. Uh, yeah. Mem- Memphis will be late to waste. Oh, caution! Um, dangerous curves ahead. Yeah, that's what I was just <laughs> looking that up. Um, I also like a million exploding suns. That's a mm. what a horse the band. Yeah, just mm. Texas is south. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, oh, tragic, tragic track jacket from Heavy Heavy Lolo. Uh, fuck! These are these are the, I've literally exhausted the ones I can pull off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, the best one ever. It's the best title ever is chocolate starfish and hot dog flavor water. Um, yeah, yeah. I did a tiny bit of research cause I didn't, I wouldn't have remembered any names. Um, I yeah. know. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to go down a fucking, I'm not going to fuck up my, uh, Spotify algorithm with bands yeah. that are probably all are all worth being canceled. But <laughs> yeah, people, people, people are getting silly again. There's a new era of metalcore. Uh, people are um, getting silly. Yeah. Like, and I mean like emos had them too for forever, but usually they've been sad, but, um, uh, the, the band, um, hot Mulligan has some really, really good titles on, their album that came out last year which is one of my favorites of last year too right well that's that's all that's the show guys that's the show friends that's the show pals that's uh that's it also uh uh tony danza tap dance extravaganza cliff burton surprise that's that's real good i opened for is that, that just is that just a bass song no no i mean they're you know i, I wish i, I wish. wish i wish i wish that open, i was probably at that show was that the venue yeah, it was a them in Vale, Vale of Maya. It was supposed to be Cattle Decapitation Tour, and Cattle Decapitation dropped off, so it became a Tony Danza That's right. uh, tour. And we opened, and everyone hated us because we were like melodic metalcore. I was probably outside, I'm sorry to say. Uh, but... You did not miss much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's, let's end it. Um... Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. We're giving you a little short dog today. Um, and yeah, but you know, we covered it, right? What did yeah. we yeah. Huh? yeah, a short but full dog, like a corgi. Yeah, just like a yeah. just like a corgi. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Russell Boys 316 says the SNL skit Dear Sister, based on the second the season, season two finale of the OC, is the greatest act of comedy. Mm, what you say? 